Good morning. Today is Tuesday, September the 11th, and this is Moms with Laura Hurd, and I'm Laura Hurd, and I am excited to have Jenny Phillips with us today. Good morning, Jenny. Good morning, Laura. How are you? I'm wonderful and so excited to have you today to be talking with us about homeschool because you have already brought so much wisdom into my homeschool journey just starting out. And I know everyone listening today is going to get a treat. (laughs) Oh, I am so honored. And it is just a blessing to be here with you. A joy. Thank you, Laura. Oh, you're welcome. Um, I'm going to just tell the people a little bit about what you're doing and what you've got going on, because I know you are super busy. Um, And a little bit of a background, we met through our home church and um, just, I mean, we kind of connected here and there. And I know I actually have a book of yours that you let me borrow. (laughs) So it's, we have little bits of encouragement that we give each other, I think, and it's, you know, I can see God's hand in that, but recently you started a homeschool group for families in our area and our community, and that was so we could connect and have that support system, and that has been wonderful, and not only does Jenny manage that, Uh, recently her and her husband they have been called into international mission project and it's called compassionate hope and that is a nonprofit organization and it was founded to spread the love and the word of jesus christ and to take action against human trafficking and if you would like more information on that you can find out more at compassionatehope.org And so, again, today I've got Jenny here with us, and we're going to be talking about homeschooling. And Jenny, um, you've been doing this for a while. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Over 20 years. I guess this is our 24th year. That is amazing. And that is all the more reason that I wanted to bring you on today, because with me just starting out, and not only that, but you know, I have a special needs child that I'm trying to navigate the whole homeschool option with. And, and we just kind of dove right in. There's no, I I found out right away, there's no right or wrong way to do homeschool. And I think we'll talk about that today. And that way, you know, I just hope someone listening today to this homeschool podcast can glean or maybe they're on the fence about homeschool that this will encourage them and and just let them know that maybe a fear that they're they're facing that will answer the question of that but so looking back and reflecting back before you had children was it always your dream to homeschool No, and um, that is so funny. I never heard of homeschooling um, when I was growing up or before I had kids. And um, I remember the first time that I came across the idea, our oldest daughter wasn't ready to start school yet. She was just a toddler. and, And I remember thinking it was such an intriguing idea. And a great idea for another family. (laughs) (laughs) 
not us. We were not a homeschool family. And, um, and I remember thinking that is so awesome. And I wish I could do something like that, but I really pretty quickly dismissed the idea because I didn't feel qualified. So I think that's, that's one of the biggest reasons a lot of parents decide not to is just that initial fear of saying, well, I can't do this. There's no way I can do this. I'm not qualified to teach my own children. Yes. I've, I've found that in conversations that I've had with people. And I think too, the conversations that I'm, I'm hearing more and more about is, is those that don't understand what homeschooling is and they have maybe just an offset idea of what homeschooling looks like or the product of a homeschool like with their children Uh, that's kind of another another road we could go down a little bit later but that's another conversation that I've I've picked up on but so you wish you could homeschool which is that's the first step of of starting the process is being open and willing to do it so you were already there yes okay that uh, yeah when I say I wished that we could do that, it was really kind of a fleeting wish. It wasn't something that I dwelt on. And when it came time to enroll in school, there was not a wrestling with it or anything. I just did what was expected and enrolled her in school. And the only thing that maybe I wrestled with a little bit was, um, Christian education was very important to me, um, even at that time. And so I wanted her to have a Christian, a solid Christian background that I didn't have growing up. And so I did enroll her in a Christian school. Um, and as a single mom, I did that. So it wasn't even in that was not kind of the, the traditional, um, picture that that sometimes we picture in in Christian families okay so you just you were kind of going with the flow at the moment of what you had yes. to do, but you still wanted to have that foundation of a biblical background like biblical teaching yes she would be getting that okay yeah so once you you did that so you talk about, I know that there was an, another step in your life that happened b- between that moment. So you, cause you, you got married. Yeah. Yes. Okay. I got married, um, between our oldest daughter's kindergarten and first grade years. So it was a time of transition and, um, and that would have been an ideal time to start homeschooling, except I still did not feel qualified and I didn't, see it as an option for me. And so we didn't start homeschooling until fifth grade. Um, And even then, maybe around second grade is when that wish started really, um, oh, just becoming more and more often that I could spend more time thinking about it. and and then we started talking about it. And in our discussions, my new husband, who was really getting to know me, he could see that I had a problem with consistency. <laughs> I get really excited about new ideas, but um, 
my follow through isn't always really good. So um, it wasn't until fifth grade that we really took the plunge into homeschooling. Okay. Well, that's, I mean, that's wonderful that you can have a conversation like that with your husband. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that's, yeah. that speaks volumes in itself. The, you know, the fact that he recognized that, but, you know, and you were willing to keep praying about it. And it was obvious that God was calling you toward that. You had this wish in your heart and then he kind of molded that into, and, you know, with marriage, you, you both had to be on board with it. So, and he, it looks like he worked through that as well. And, you know, he, and I can imagine (laughs) because I have the same tendencies and my husband can tell you the same thing, you know, get really excited about something, but it's like, okay, I get distracted easy at the same time. So for you all to have that conversation and you just to keep, you know, plugging along and praying and saying, and I know you were probably saying, God, if this is your will, you know, this is going to happen. And you, you know, I know you, I know you. So I know you were putting it in his hands in the first place. And then for you both to, to be on board with that. Um, So, I mean, that's just wonderful. So tell, tell us more about once you took the plunge. (laughs) Yes. So really our first motivations in homeschooling was not so much about academics because she was already getting the biblical foundation at her Christian school. The academics were solid. Um, our motivation was more about relationship, um, because then, in that, in her fourth grade year is um, when our family started growing, and um, and her little sister was going to come along. <laughs> so um, we knew, you know, looking into the as much into the future as we could, we knew that we were going to have to make some lifestyle changes for our family to stay on the same page. We were already, the Lord was already blessing and allowing our family to blend together in just an amazing, beautiful way. But in order to keep that going, we knew we were going to have to make some lifestyle changes. And one of those things, um, we could see homeschooling really being an asset to us, keeping us together on that same page. So our real motivation was about relationship to begin with. Okay. And that is, that's, that is so beautiful. (laughs) And that's, that's really when I think about homeschooling, um, not just my younger son, but you know, my older son, he is in public school right now. And, Mm -hmm. and, you know, that's kind of a sensitive topic, but that that's that when I think about him having that relationship, like with my younger son where he's special needs, it's more about, um, I'm going to say a nurturing in the way that he needs because, you know, special needs, it speaks for itself and I'm yeah. his mother and I feel like I'm the one that can properly and, and best give that to him because it's just, we connect. And then with my yes. older son, that relationship and that's, that's, see, that's what I'm drawn to yes. first and foremost, because, and like you said, with the dynamic that you wanted your family to go with, you know, and that's kind of what, what I think about as well. Mm-hmm. So, yes. So, um, when you talk about going back to your initial thoughts of, you know, where you didn't feel qualified and you felt academically challenged, 
what what do you think where do you think those feelings were stemming from like was there there I <laughs> talked a little bit about your past and you're open to doing that so I feel like oh, you're sure. open to talking about that here and yes the only reason I'm, I'm open in that door because I think it, it's you know our past do play into our our present and our future but you know God God's healing hand is always there. So do you think that your past played into why you already felt like you would fail first, like just starting off? Yes, absolutely. It did. And, you know, part of my story, my past um, plays into the dreams that I have now, because for my own family, I want to build something that I missed growing up myself so my past plays into the dreams that I have, but it also plays into a lot of the fears and the anxieties that I have too, that I experience. Like I said, Jessica, our oldest daughter, she um, was in Christian school and she was getting a very solid quality education. Um, her The materials that they used were solid and um, and her teachers, she had excellent teachers. So academically, she was um, excelling and and doing very well. I myself um, struggled in school at about, it started maybe in middle school. We had some family crisis and, um, and our family deteriorated into a real crisis situation and divorce. And during that time, I really experienced some social anxiety that um, kept me from feeling comfortable in a classroom. And I discovered that if I didn't want to be in the classroom, (laughs) I could just slip right out the door. And so I found myself doing that over and over again and just skipping classes and not going to classes. So I when I think of my education, I really consider myself a dropout in about eighth grade. I did pass eighth grade just simply because I had a couple of teachers that, that felt sorry for me. Yeah. (laughs) Kind of knew our background and they just passed me on. So I was enrolled in high school. Um, I did not even finish one semester in high school. I would go in the front door and out the back door. And I tried to, um, I tried a couple of alternative schools just to kind of keep my mom out of court and out of trouble. But I really had an anxiety that kept me from feeling comfortable in a classroom setting. I wish that I had known about homeschooling then because I think that it would have really helped. Um, but of course I didn't. So I just dropped out. Later I went back um, and passed the GED exam and took some college classes. So that helped in that area. Um, But as far as confidence and feeling like I could sit down with lesson plans and plan out an education for someone else, I did not feel confident in that area at all. Yeah. I mean, I can only imagine because of what you had been through and those anxieties. I mean, that and that kind of plays into I think anybody when they consider homeschool they're drawing because homeschool is such a big decision 
because yes. it's, I mean, that's where your child's foundation is laid. And, you know, to consider taking on that role for your child of not only being their mom, but also being their teacher. I mean, there is a lot of consideration that needs to go in that. And I think when people do consider, they, you do have to do some self-reflection and say, well, is this, you know, and it's through prayer, of course, that you're praying, Lord, you know, if this is your will and if this is what you made me for, yes, (laughs) you know, it all kind of all overlaps and plays together. But there is some self-reflection that has to take place. And, you know, and that's just proof of with your marriage and how Daniel stepped in early on and saying, look, you know, and he kind of called you out on it. And, but I think given that, given that time period from where you, he called you out and said, look, you know, this is, this, (laughs) this is how you are. And, and you were able to pray and grow. You Mm -hmm. had that reflection time to really seek God's face in it and to be confident in your decision. And, and I think it needs to be prayed about and, and reflected on and, you know, be made, obviously, if you're married, that, that has, you all have to be on the same page and, and that's very important. But, um, so what we're going to talk about next, and I think we had, mentioned splitting this into a two-part series and I think we're going to have to do that because there's just so much to talk about and I don't want to feel like I'm skipping over anything so if that's okay with you sure oh yeah that's fine (laughs) you know I think the big thing to remember is God is faithful and he will see us through when when we um are willing to to follow him and um, and, and we humbly recognize where, we, where we're failing and where we need help, and we just depend on him. And he will, he will be faithful to grow those areas in our lives. When we first started homeschooling, those first couple of years, even, you know, there's still areas that I lack confidence. Um, but those first couple of years especially, I thought, we'll homeschool this year, and if we mess it up, we'll just put her back in school and she'll, she'll do okay. <laughs> Cause she's smart. So, you know, I don't know if there's too many homeschooling moms that go into it thinking, Oh yes, I can do this. I have this completely 100% under control. And, and if, a, and if a mom that is waiting for that feeling to come along, um, waiting to jump in until they feel like they're ready you know, that that's not always going to happen. And most likely it's not going to happen. I don't think motherhood is like that. I think we go into even motherhood with um, not, we don't have a manual (laughs) that tells us what to do when we have to trust, we have to trust the Lord and we have to trust our own instincts and, and that we can grow into the position that we've been called to, to take. Yeah, I absolutely 100% agree with that. Um, not just from a mothering standpoint, but from a caregiving standpoint to a child with special needs. Because, you know, when I was, when I became a mother the first time, I had a neurotypical child and, you know, I felt fairly confident in my position, but, you know, God wanted to grow me. <laughs> and he's yeah. 
my younger son and he with special needs and and it you know it it caught us off guard it caught me off guard as a mother because I was being challenged in ways that I had never had to think about and um and you just got to dig into God's word and trust like you said you have to trust him and have faith in him and know that he's going to grow you in that area and so homeschool is a is like the best opportunity to do that yes. as well because you do you have to say if you feel led and you're being called to to homeschool you have to put your complete faith and trust in God saying I can't God but I know that you can and you're calling yes. me that's where our faith comes into play and you take that step and you say it's blind faith literally <laughs> and you're saying you know I know all of these things are going to work for the good because I love you and, you know, and he loves us. So, yes. It's, and he is faithful. He is faithful. Absolutely. So, um, I, let's talk about one more thing today and then we'll wrap it up and then we'll come back. Hopefully, maybe next week we can get together again based on our schedules. Okay. <laughs> like I, said, I know you're super busy and I just, I thank you so much for, for opening your door and for, to, for us to be with you today. Oh, it's a joy, Laura. It really is a joy to share encouragement with other moms because I know that if I can do it, just about anybody can do it. <laughs> And that's encouraging to hear yep. coming from you. <laughs> Absolutely. That is true. If I can do it, just about anybody can do it. So, you just have to be willing to learn and grow. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's the biggest thing is being willing. Mm -hmm. So let's just, the last thing we'll talk about, because I think this is interesting um, because we talk about the positive things with homeschool and it is, it's a wonderful journey, but yes. what, what have been three of your biggest challenges in homeschool? Oh my goodness. Okay. Challenges. Let me first say that, um, again, since we've already talked about academics, um, in, in the challenges, you know, you would think that academics would be a big challenge yeah. and, and they are, it is challenging, but that has not been my biggest challenge through the years. Academics was the least of my worries. <laughs> that's crazy because you think that's what, because that's the biggest fear, I think, yes. going into it. And then I, we, that ends up being at the end of the list. <laughs> absolutely, because we have so much available to us. E even now, 20 some years after I've started, there is so much more available to us now than when we first started. If you are struggling in any area, you can get help in so many different ways. So academics should not be um, a reason for somebody to say, no, I don't think I can homeschool because I, you know, I I'm not good at math or history is just not something I'm interested in. I just don't think that I could teach my child those subjects because if you are challenged in those areas, there is somebody else that will step up and either teach you or be willing to tutor your children. So, yes. And I've already that, had experience with that. So I can attest to that. 
my my three biggest challenges and i'm just going to tell them to you and they're not in any particular order because depending on my day or my week yeah <laughs> you know it they vary but probably the biggest thing is what do i do with all of the stuff the the books and the crafts and all of the things that you accumulate i'm not a person that operates well with clutter um, so that is always a challenge to me. How do I organize my things? We all tend to be kind of pack rats and, and creative and have different projects going on. And that all needs space and, um, and organization. So that is a big, big challenge for us. Um, and if there's anybody listening that is really great in that area, <laughs> you know, I- I'm willing for them to come and tutor me a little <laughs> bit still. <laughs> there you go there's an open invitation (laughs) I'm practice on me (laughs) um so that's a challenge and then learning to deal with conflict in a healthy way is always challenging you know every family has conflict and with homeschooling you don't get away from that um it's good but it's hard too because um you don't get a break unless you plan to to have that break um, and, and we do try to do that. I try to separate my children pretty regularly and give them time alone or give them one-on-one parenting time. We try to do that. Um, and Daniel and I, sometimes we tag team and he'll take the kids and go do things on their own or I'll do the same and give him some time. So we're not all on top of each other all the time. Um, but you know what? It's good to be together because it forces us to learn strategies and ways to communicate that are healthy and effective. Um, One thing that I always think about is that I tend to avoid conflict until I'm really upset and I'm ready to boil over. And then I yell if, if I'm handling it just in my natural state, I'll yell and, and it's not pretty, (laughs) But And that's not how I want to operate. That's not how I want to parent. That's not the wife I want to be. That's not the person I want to be. So I feel like homeschooling has really helped develop me and, and build a godly character in me. So, so that's been really good. Um, and then my kids, too, I think they learn healthy ways to, to deal with each other and other people. So, and then we've already talked about consistency. Consistency all these years later is still um, a challenge for me. Um, and I can be easily distracted. And, um, and sometimes my kids use this to their advantage. Um, sometimes that's not always a bad thing. Sometimes it's, you know, we've had some really fun times because we've gotten distracted or things have gotten overwhelming and we've just had to take a break and go to the park instead. So um, even though I work at consistency, I also know that if we keep at it and we just keep going, it all evens out and we have time. We have time to relax. We have time to come back to a lesson. We have time to learn that lesson in another setting and it's not a race in that it all has to be done today. So you've you've learned how to look at the challenges as opportunities. Yes. Yes. And so that's, you know, that's encouraging to hear. And I think 
I know I needed to hear that today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I think if anybody's listening that are is already, you know, in the trenches of homeschool, so to speak, that that will help, that will encourage them as well. And one thing that you did talk about that, that just I wanted to jump out at when you were talking about it was you, you're, when you homeschool, your children are there with you all day and you have to make time for yourself. You have to make time mm-hmm. for your marriage. And, but the, what's more important, I think that you talked about here was how, when your children are there all there together all day long and you have taught them being, well, being there has been able to show them coping and how to manage conflict. And, you know, I know that you learn to manage it and you pass that on to your children. And so Mm -hmm. that's where going back to the beginning of the conversation here today that's that relationship that is yes. about relating and see that's that's what and, and that's why I brought that up earlier as well is the conversation that I hear from maybe those that completely oppose homeschool is that social interaction but what you're what you're telling us today is that you as your children's mother have been able to based on what you know and how they learn and their personalities their specific personalities or god-given created personalities you have Mm -hmm. been able to hone in on that and say and not only that but teach them how to relate because i'm sure that no no two of your children are the same right (laughs) they are just different as night and day all of them (laughs) That within itself, you know, you are, they're learning hands-on social skills that they're going to be able to take it out into the world. And I'm sure there have been numerous hundreds of, of examples throughout their, their time at home. And from, cause I know how many, so you have, you have two daughters, no, you have three daughters that have graduated is that correct yes okay so they've already left the nest per se so yes and then we have a son also that graduated in may so we have four graduates oh wow (laughs) that is awesome yes so they're there and i mean okay so here's a real life example i have worked with one of your daughters and in that setting I mean, you know, she was fully capable (laughs) Mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, and it's like, there's just that stigma, I think that's surrounding, but I think as, as the conversation progresses with homeschool families and those that are, are wondering about homeschool, it's just the benefit of it and the socialization is there. It's Mm -hmm. just not the way that's traditional. So I think people get confused and don't just don't understand it and if you don't see maybe a a streamlined version of it and say okay well take a look into our life as a homeschool family then you're not going to understand unless unless you're being called and you know you're already ready to take that plunge maybe someone who says well I don't I don't understand this I don't you know, and they have a a certain stance against it. Like my husband did in the very beginning before we decided to homeschool my youngest. 
and mm-hmm. and you know of course I was praying the whole time and because I felt like that that was the best decision but that was where he was coming from his perspective on it and but God changed his heart and if I wish I had him here today so we could join him in on the conversation because he will tell you <laughs> I mean it's a testimony yeah. yes so I think that's important to recognize and to to kind of point out how your children were in that environment and they they learned so many of those socialization skills probably more than what they would have in any other um, environment because they <laughs> you're right on top of each other you have yeah. to deal with it you have to face it yes and you have to learn and you were there to guide them yes so you I have think to. that is wonderful thank you thank you it didn't wonderful but <laughs> you're <laughs> It, God is faithful and it is wonderful. It yeah, is. That's awesome. So is there anything else you want to add on today's episode? Um, this will, we'll consider this the first part and hopefully we'll be able to continue and finish up with the second part. And Miles, you hear Miles in the background. <laughs> I do. I do. He sounds like he's having a good day. Yes. That's awesome. He's, he's waiting on mom. So. Oh, that- awesome yeah. so no Laura it has just been a joy talking to you today and um and you're right I think that as homeschool families as we become more comfortable with sharing our journey with others um people will understand and see better what we're trying to accomplish and how it can happen and it's a practical viable way to educate our children and our kids can go out in society and be productive um, members of society and it all works our communities are blessed because of homeschool families and that's not the only way to educate children but it is a viable doable way to to educate our children absolutely and it's an option for any family that you know is feeling led to do so and we'll find out more about um we're going to be talking about what encouraged you in your journey because yes. it is a it's a long journey it's it's a journey it, for sure so it is. so next time we'll be talking about that and just some ways that if those that are listening are are in the middle of homeschooling and they need that encouragement you'll you'll offer some resources there Yes. And, um, and then we're going to talk about maybe some things that you would, would change or would have changed if you have any regrets or things that you're doing there. And, and then we'll just kind of wrap it up from there next time. Does that sound good? (laughs) That sounds good, Laura. I'm looking forward to it. Okay. Well, again, Jenny, thank you for joining us. And this is, this was my very first interview. And (laughs) So it was, I'm, I'm thankful that you were a part of that and you were the perfect person to, <laughs> to be there well, with me. <laughs> you are so kind and I appreciate you so much. I am honored and this is my first interview too. So I'm really honored and I'm glad that we got to partner together and do this together. It, it, it's a joy. That's awesome. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. Well, you have a good day and hopefully we'll get together this coming week and we can do this again and finish up our our talk here about homeschool that sounds good laura you have a good day too and week thank you you too
Thank you all so much for listening to our interview today with Jenny Phillips. I hope you were encouraged or perhaps you learned something new today about homeschooling. If you are on the fence about homeschooling, um, we're going to pray for you that God would reveal to you the plan for you, your family, and your children. It's definitely a journey to take and one that needs to be done with God at the forefront. So thank you for listening. And I want to say a special thanks to those who have supported this podcast. If you would like to support this ministry, Real Life Moms by Laura Hurd, you can go to anchor.fm, find Real Life Moms by Laura Hurd podcast, and there is a button toward the top of the page to support the podcast. And you can choose 99 cents a month, $4.99 a month, or $9.99 a month if you would like to support us here and what we're doing. And when you support the ministry, that's going to allow us to bring you better quality um, list a better quality listening experience. We will be able to purchase equipment that would put us in line to do so. So again, thank you. I hope you enjoyed it and be sure to tune in within the next week or three, depending on Jenny's busy schedule when we can get back together with her and finish our interview because I just enjoy so much talking to her and just hearing what she has to say because she has been there and done that and she can help so many and we can glean so much from her words of wisdom. So I hope you have a wonderful Tuesday. Thank you again for listening.